Hey fans, welcome to today's episode of Calling All Fans. Thank y'all so much for joining us today. Ah, we're excited to bring you another episode. So look, 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 look. If you're not ready, you better get ready and get your game face on. Cause the show's about to start. What's up, fans? Did you? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I did not yawn. Oh, okay. So good. You know what? Leave this in. We're good. No. (laughs) Fans, I did not yawn. I was stretching. It was a good stretch, but it was not a yawn. We are excited. We are here. It is 11.21 a.m. Let's do it. Saturday morning. We are hyped to join you on the couch today to talk about Everything we're going to talk about. Thank y'all for joining with us. Welcome back to another episode of it. Calling all fans, baby. Calling all fans. Yeah. So, man, let's hop right into it. Like you said, Look. our first topic. What is it? Top three NFL wide receivers. And Top Cody, three. you know how we do it. You've explained it to the people, to the fans the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't take in no particular order out. We can't do that. We can't take that way out. So, okay, okay, okay. What you got? Top All three. right. Are, are we doing are we doing right now? That's what we've been doing, right? Right now? Yeah, right now, barring okay. injuries. Right now, barring no injuries on injuries are completely off the table. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um number one and okay. Let me give you this caveat, fans and, and Anthony. All of the guys I'm going to list, an argument can be made for them to be number one or to be higher. You know, if I put them at two or three, an argument could be made that, no, this guy should be two or this guy should be – like all three of the guys I'm going to list, you could say are number one. Okay? And that's not me taking the weak position of the cop-out of all of these guys are great. It's me literally saying – this is how close the margin is at wide receiver. It's not like this guy's the best and then everyone else falls under them. It's this guy is great and so is this guy and so is this guy. So the the margin is very close. Um, So a lot of it is more personal preference due to their play style. But no one will be able to argue uh, that these are the top three. They just may be able to argue my order. So that being said, wanted to give you all that. Um, Number one on my list, I've stuck with him pretty much since he got into the NFL because every single year it's whoever else plus this guy as being talked about as the best wide receiver in the league. And that man is Julio Jones. Um, Because every year, every year, (laughs) you're still bitter about the fantasy thing. Julio, he's going to write you a letter, man. We need some forgiveness. Um, I'll let it, yeah. You know, uh, but – the reason I say Julio's number one is because since about year two in the league for him, um, every single year it's been, who's the best receiver in the league, Antonio Brown or Julio Jones? DeAndre Hopkins or Julio Jones? Odell Beckham Jr. or Julio Jones? So for me, I'm like, okay, if this is the guy that we're using as the measuring stick, then he has to be the best. Like he, he has to. If we're always comparing the hot receiver of the year to this guy, then he has to be number one. That's for me. Anyways, um, number two right now, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. D-Hop, easy. Not even going to argue with you. Um, the man is virtually unguardable. 
um, if he touches the football, he's going to catch it. I think it was – was it last year or two years ago that he had like 92 targets and caught 92 passes? Um, that's an incredible stat. Uh, for those of y'all who aren't good at math, that's a 100% catch rate. <laughs> to target so i don't i just want to help y'all out right there 92 out of 92 is 100 percent, which means he caught everything that was thrown at him and that doesn't mean that all of those passes were great passes it just means that deandre hopkins was that good um so the, he's my number two and then number three um uh, right now for me um <laughs> a lot of people are gonna like it and say he he hasn't played all year yeah but when he does, he's a complete game changer. Is uh, Michael Thomas? Hmm. Okay. Okay. So that's that's where I'm going. And like I said, you could make a case for for some other guys. You know, you could make a case for like the Mike Evans is the DK Metcalfs of the world. Um, you could try to make a case for Amari Cooper, but I'm gonna completely slaughter that. Um, hey, you know, get the, off my guy. Get off my guy, man. You. I mean, I love Amari Cooper. I just don't think he's top three. I'd give him top seven. Um, you know, Devontae Adams of the world. Like, you can make cases for all of these guys. But for me, these are the three that it's the easiest to make a case for it to be number one. So that's my three. In order, Julio, D-Hop, and um, drawing a blank now. Dead gum. Michael Thomas. Can't guard Mike. So Julio. And who who was the who's the other one? Julio D Hop Michael Thomas. D Hop D Hop D Hop. Okay, so <clears throat> I know numbers. They say numbers never lie, but people do. So <laughs> when you <laughs> interpret these numbers, you know, you can interpret it however you want to. You can, you can. I will say this: the only guy that you mentioned, mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins. Uh huh. The only guy in the top five. Uh, in receiving stats this year. Okay. Your number I mean, that's one, fair. Julio Jones, uh-huh. number 14. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah, and this is off of ESPN.com. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just want to put that Okay, out. let me ask, who's Who's in the top five right now? Because I'm going to ask you a question after you tell me everyone in the top five. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead right now. Top right, five. Right, go I got you. Stefan Diggs, number one. Okay. DK Metcalf, number two. Okay. Travis Kelsey, Number oh three. my gosh. <laughs> uh Robbie Anderson, number four. D High okay. number five. Okay, now let me ask you this. Of those five, right? So only four of them are wide receivers, first of all. <laughs> we will get to the tight end segment next week. Uh, first of all. So we're gonna take Travis Kelsey out. We'll take him out. We'll take him out. Okay, so out of those four receivers that you just mentioned, how many of them, if they're on the field, do you look at and you're like, man, I I'm I I'd much rather see Julio instead of this guy. How many of them would you rather – would you say, man, I wish I wasn't playing them, and if I had to pick someone else to play against, it's Julio. Is Julio How many Jones of them? on the Falcons? It, 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 man, it don't matter who he's on. It's Julio. Yeah, Wait yeah, a it minute. It does matter. It's Julio Jones on the Atlanta Falcons in this scenario. Bro, bro we're not going to sit here and act like the Atlanta Falcons didn't hang 39 on your Cowboys. <laughs> Their offense is not the problem. Yeah. It's their defense, okay? Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They hung 39. Talk, I'd be interested wait. to see how many of those were Julio Jones. Especially. All of that. But, no, I'm, I bring that up to say that their offense isn't the issue. Todd Gurley's leading the league in rushing touchdowns. 
that's a again that's a that's a that's a that's one of those numbers that people use that don't lie <laughs> <laughs> no look what look rex burkhead could lead the uh in 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 touchdowns because they get to the one and they just hand it to him and it's like oh got it again <laughs> okay but anyway. that means if if you get to the one that means your offense is cooking I mean, y'all yeah, yeah. doing something, you know. Yeah, or but you played the Cowboys and they turned it over and they're but, all red <laughs> But but back to my question, how many of the four guys that you just listed, right? Are you like, I would much rather see Julio over this guy? Uh D Hop. That's it. Okay, exactly. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, yeah. point proven. Here's, here's 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 my list. Here's my top three. Come on. D Hop. Is okay. is my is number one for me. I'm I'm um, with that. I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> they people say he's not that fast. Well, I never ran a four or five, so that's fast to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, you don't have to be fast when you catch everything. Exactly, that's my point. I'd rather have a guy that's um a you maybe he doesn't have breakaway speed, but if the ball touches his hand, he's yeah. he's pretty much gonna catch it. Um, oh yeah, and so. That's that's what I value. So for me, um, the man with the sticky icky on his hands, he was born hey, with it. Come uh, on. DeAndre Hopkins is number one. Yep. And then, man, I'm looking, I'm looking, and I'm looking. And and as like I'm trying not I'm trying to see if I should go off like reputation or how they're doing this year, or just an overall raw receiver. And and taking all of that in consideration. Um, I think I might go Michael Thomas, uh, second. Hey, guard uh, Mike. Yeah, man, Mike is just Mike is Mike is dominant, bro. Uh, and it's and it's crazy. Like, how do you how do you have 149 catch? I think it was 149 catches last year. Yep, yep. Like, set the record. Set the record. Like, like I know at, at some point. Defenses like this is how I know like that he's good because at some point defenses are cluing in like, hey, he's gonna get the ball. Yeah, don't let him get the ball, and it's like no, we can't stop him. Okay, that's cool. Like he has almost ten catches per game. Like that's that's crazy. Uh, and so he's he's my number two. Fair. And, uh, I think, let's see, this is what I will say. I'm sorry, Julio. I can't I can't do it, man. It's the it's three not, points thing. It's not bitterness, man. It's the fact that I never everyone talks about Julio and what he could be or what he has done. But I don't the past few years I just haven't seen it. Not in the not in the upper echelon. Like would I be foolish to say that? Julio, I wouldn't take Julio Jones as a wide receiver. Yeah, that would be foolish. But to put him in my top three, when you got um, oh, why did I just blank? Oh, Antonio Brown back in the league. I just I gotta take Antonio. Wait a minute. 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 And at some point, hold on. Wait a minute. Gotta put production over what could be. That's wait a all minute. I'm saying. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Antonio Brown caught one touchdown last year. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He caught one touchdown last year. But one touchdown. That was it. One. If one. he wouldn't have sabotaged he caught his he caught one touchdown last year while trying to sabotage his entire football career. That's all I'm saying. He while sabot he played on like three different teams last year, <laughs> all while sabotaging his NFL career and still managed in one game, the only game that he played last year, almost received for a hundred yards and was with the team for I think like two weeks, maybe a week and a half. Bro. He's with the team for like a week and a half or so, catches 79 yards. And one touchdown. Bro. It's ridiculous. I don't understand what you're talking about with Julio. Bro. This man had 1,400 yards receiving last year. That was good enough for fourth among receivers. Fourth. Among wide receivers. Where's but that's he at inflated. On my list? That's inflated because that's inflated because Julian Edelman was in front of him. <laughs> And Julie hey. Edelman caught 87 five-yard passes. <laughs> and he turned them into. Oh, no. Wait a minute. No. Julio was second in receiving yards. I'm sorry. Yeah. He was second in receiving yards. Oh, it's because it's going on receptions. I don't care about receptions. Show me yards. Julio was number two in, in receiving yards last year. Who is he behind? Michael Thomas. That makes sense. Who had 149 catches. <laughs> That makes sense. What was that a year ago? No, not last year, but the year before that. 2018? 2018. Let me see. Let me see. I'm sure I can find it. Let's go previous season. Let's do that. Oh, look at that. Yards. He was number one in the league in receiving yards in 2018. 1,677. Let me see. Oh, you saw how far behind he was with – uh. You know how far behind he was? Behind who? Michael Thomas? Yeah. Okay, Michael uh, Thomas has 1,700 yards. Wait yeah, a minute. That's wait. right. That's right. Wait, wait. <laughs> We're not going to sit here and act like that. Like, he also, Michael Thomas also set the record for catches in the season last year. He sure did. So think about this, though. Julio had less targets, had 99 catches, and still had 13, or had almost 1,400 yards. Hey, look, here's the thing. That's all I was saying. I'm no, not, I'm saying not, I'm not fighting your list. Lose. I'm just like, I'm you saying. said You said last couple of years his production been down. He went up amongst receivers. This is just amongst receivers, okay? I mean, actually, this is in the whole league, running backs and tight ends included. He went number one in the league in receiving yards and then turned that, followed that up with number two in the league in receiving yards. <laughs> this is a down year. You know about down years. Look at you, Cowboys. Oh, shoot. Okay, sir. <laughs> okay, sir. Yeah, Sorry. that's, Sorry, that's fair. That's fair. Julio Jones, it's just – that's fair. It's bitterness. I'll, I'll it's it. okay. I'll give it to him. I'll give it's I won't okay. change my list. But this is what I'm saying. This is top three. This is top three. So you're, saying, so you're saying, who are you taking out of my top three? I got D-Hop, Michael Thomas, and A-B. And you're saying – you love I'm replacing Julio. I'm replacing A B with Julio. But 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 why? Because if you wanna if you wanna talk consistency, like it's who like Julio is more consistent than A B. Oh, well, that's fair. I would say that. <laughs> I would rather have Julio Jones on my team than Antonio Brown for sure. 
but but wait, 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 wait. Because yeah. remember, but remember the premise of this segment is if you were building a franchise wait, around no. three guys. Yeah, that, no, that's what it is. That's what it's been the whole time. Quarterback, if you were building a franchise, this is why we're saying three best, right? Because if you're building a franchise, it's like you want this guy and this guy first. First no. and second, but if you can't get them, you'll you want this guy third. So that's been the whole the whole premise Wait, of it. I thought I thought we were just listing the whole the the top three wide receivers in production. No, because well, because what did we do last week? Because last week we we went if we were building a franchise around running backs. Because if we were if we were just talking about best running backs, we both agreed Derrick Henry's the guy. No, 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 no. But so I thought we were saying if we I thought we put that that caveat in there if we were building a uh, franchise but I thought we I still say the top three running backs I stand beside that no matter we were saying if it was purely running Derrick Henry would be number one purely running oh for sure I mean that's easy but what I'm saying we're talking about catching and yeah but the reason that we brought that up is because we were saying that we would like to have more than just a pure runner if we're building a franchise around a guy. Okay, I guess that's fair. Because you said, you said your first two draft picks if you're building a franchise, Taysom Hill, Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yeah, I brought that up. I thought we were just throwing that caveat in there, though. I didn't think that was the premise. Oh, okay. But no, no I that was know, the premise. That's if, okay. If, that's if, we're building, if we're building a franchise, I am taking out Antonio Brown and putting in Julio Jones because he is yeah. consistent. But uh, also because your franchise ain't gonna get off the ground with AZ. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. His his I've never heard Julio Jones being in trouble. You know. That's true. Uh, that is fair. So, that is fair. But, but it's st- your list. If you want A B in there, put him in there. No, if we're starting a franchise, if we're gonna go by that, then I don't want I don't want to start a franchise with Anthony That's fair. Brown. That's fair. Hey, uh, you wanna you wanna hear a fun fact about Michael Thomas last year? 149 receptions. The next closest person to him was Alvin Kamara, who plays running back, and he had 81 catches. <laughs> That's so crazy. But right now, AT, we're going we're gonna to transition, okay? All right. See, I'm not as crisp and clean with the transitions as AT is, but we're going to transition right now to our, to our, our games of the week. And we're hey. switching it up a little bit, fans. What we're doing, we normally spotlight three games, and we pick them. Instead, what we are doing... This week, we're going to try something new. So if y'all love this, let us know. Um, if y'all hate it, keep it to yourself. Um, <laughs> we don't really want to hear about it if you hate it. No, I'm playing. If you hate it, please let us know. If you want us to just go back to picking three games, we can do that. But we are going to spotlight one game that we think is going to be a really, really good game. Yeah. And then I have an upset pick, and Anthony has an upset pick. So we're going to pick two upsets this week. And I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Um and I may even play devil's advocate on Anthony's upset pick and try to explain why his upset pick is not going to pull, pull off the upset. And Anthony might do the same to me. I don't, we don't know. We're, this is our first time doing this. This is our first time. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. But What's our spotlight game? Spotlight game, um, off the cuff, I'm not even going to lie to you. I, I looked at this matchup mm-hmm. in passing, and I was like, ah, it's not even going to be a good game. But then I came back to it, and I was like, wait a minute. Both of these teams are hot. The problem is one of them plays defense and the other one doesn't. Um, but, I know where you're going. But one of the teams has Russell Wilson and the other yeah, one doesn't. Yeah, exactly where so you were going. Seahawks-Rams is real. That's my spotlight game because I think it's going to be a really good game because yeah. it's a divisional game. Um, I think they're playing – so they're playing in L.A., which is, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. it's like Russ versus Aaron Donald. 
and and, and DK versus Jalen Ramsey. It's just mm-hmm. man, everything about the matchup is intriguing to me. The the Seahawks just got Jamal Adams back, so I'm like, oh man, it's I man, I, I'm like, I'm excited for that game. Um, yeah, like I said, the problem is one of these teams plays defense and the other one doesn't. doesn't. Here's the thing: <laughs> the other one that doesn't, the Seattle Seahawks, they also have that guy named Russell Wilson, and that they man do. he pulling rabbits out of his helmet. I don't know how he does the magic that he does, uh, especially no, neither. if he doesn't play defense. He, bro, he falls I, out with the best of them, man. Tyler, Tyler Lockett. Okay, look. This, first of all, shout out Tyler Lockett because you, Tyler Lockett, you sir have shown everyone in the world that you don't need to be a 6'4 receiver to be successful. Come You've on. shown people that um, because you've been really good consistently for the past, like, three years. Um, and I don't know if that's because of the system, because of Russell, or what, but I'm giving you the credit, my man, because you've worked really hard for it. Come so on, I'll Tyler. I'll say that first. But Tyler Lockett, on any other team, I don't know that Tyler Lockett is as successful as he is on any other team. I, I don't know that he is. Um. At least not as a receiver. Like, as a special teamer, sure, I think he'd be, he'd be wildly successful. But I don't know as a receiver if he's as successful as he is on the Seahawks with anybody else. But I, I, I say that because, obviously, um, I, I, don't think I've ever, I don't think I've seen him on a different NFL team. Um, and maybe I have, and I just don't remember it. But then that proves my point that he wasn't as successful <laughs> as he is right now. You know, so – but. Yeah. But I'm giving Tyler credit for it because I feel like he's worked his butt off. I feel like he's he's grinded for it. So you put him in the slot with DK because my thing is DK's getting to that point where it's like, man, do we need to start thinking about double teaming this man? Like he's balling out, bro. He's getting there. And then I I believe they got Chris Carson back, so they have some semblance of a run game. Mm, uh, but okay. I, I think the, the game's interesting to me. I'm taking the Seahawks um by a touchdown. Um yeah, I think it'll be a late Russell Wilson magic act that they get yeah. them there. And uh, I'm going to take the Rams, uh, not because I believe them them that much more than the Seahawks, but like you said, they play defense, and, they and, they're, and they're hot right now. Uh, they are. Seattle's just coming off of a loss, though, so that may throw a wrench into my, my, uh, my plan. Hey, but that's all right. And the Rams do have Jared Goff, so I mean, you just take your pick. <laughs> no, you know. but I, I, I think, I think the Rams, uh, Cooper, Cooper Cup will have a not Cooper Cup, yeah, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup will have a nice day. Um, is he playing this week, or is he hurt? Is he hurt? Well, I was trying to pick him up in fantasy. It said he was questionable, so I don't know. Um, Cooper, you were gonna win my lead, my my season, my week for me, but you know, someone else picked you up before I could. So shout out know. Cooper Cup. Shout out, shout out, shout out. So, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think, I think uh, I'll pick the Rams just because of their defense. Aaron Donald. Okay. Monster. He is. He's um, really. Yeah, and uh, and the Rams needed more, so that's why I'm going with the the Rams. Hey man, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Um, and look, I'm picking the Seahawks, but if I don't really have a dog in the fight, so if the Rams win, I'm not gonna be upset. Yeah. No you need know. to. Um, to cry. Speaking of upset, oh, that was good. That speaking was good. Of, speaking of upset, who do you think? Who's the team that you think is going to be upset at the end of week ten? I man, look, it's so hard because I'm looking at 
week 10, and there's a lot of upset alerts to me, bro. Uh-oh. Uh, now you yeah. got to pick one, though. You I can't know, do it. You pick I one. know. There's a <laughs> lot, though, man. That's the frustrating part. Okay, so check this out. Check this out. Um, like, there's a uh, there's a Houston and Browns game where uh-huh. I feel like Houston is trying to get back on the right foot. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs, but they're not tanking either. And the Browns' record, I think, is a little uh, – the Browns oh, are not oh. as good as we thought. So I, <laughs> I looked at that game. And I was like, oh, man, um, that one could be it. Then I looked at the Browns and the uh, – not the Browns, but the Bengals and the Steelers. And I'm like, boy, I could see Joe Burrow lighting them up. Look, Gilbert – Gilbert, Gilbert, uh, whatever his name is. Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Gilbert just uh, – just, so I'm like, Whoo, you know. But I think the one I'm going to go with, uh man, you got 49ers Saints, the Ravens and the Patriots. I know which one you're going with. Just go for it. I know. But I think going I'm gonna already. go with the Chargers and the Dolphins. I knew it. Come on. I, I think, <laughs> man, I think I gotta go with the Chargers and the Dolphins. Because here's the thing, here's the thing. The Dolphins are hot right now, bro. Five and three. They're hot. Two is two and oh. He hasn't suffered a loss. It's going, it's going, but Justin Herbert, bro, and those Chargers, here's the thing. They are in slinging it, bro. They have been in every single game this year, pretty much. I think except for like one. And they lose it late. They've become the Atlanta Falcons. (laughs) (laughs) They have become the Atlanta Falcons. They've been losing the late, late. Yeah. And so I'm going with the team that has a two and I think two and seven record. Uh, two and six record. Um, and I'm just saying, you know what? I believe they can sling it on them. I think you know, Miami fair. has a good defense. Uh, and so I, I would still say Miami's going to, like, Miami would win. But if anybody's going to get upset this week, I believe it would be the Miami Dolphins um, because I feel, like, I feel like the Chargers. Okay. Gonna- so, so, okay. So, again, because we don't do weak positions. Are you taking the Chargers over the Dolphins right now? Oh, oh man! You know what? I'm doing it. I'm taking the Chargers right now. Come on, I like Chargers it. Come on. over the Dolphins. Give me a give me a final score. Final Prediction? score. I think it's gonna be high. I think it's gonna be like 34-31. 34-31. Okay, so you got the Chargers by a field goal. Justin yeah. Herbert. Beats Tua. Um, a lot of those two are always are going to be connected forever because the Dolphins could have took Justin Herbert. Yeah. But they they rolled the dice on Tua with his injuries and stuff like that. And it hasn't it hasn't been bad for him. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, he's 2-0. and oh. I, I think they put him in at the wrong time because they were hot with Fitz. But, you know, that's just me. Um, well, here's the thing. You know. I was saying they put him in at the right time because they want to see what he got. Uh-huh. Yeah, so and so there's so, two different cause, camps because they yeah. the Texans they have the Texans pick, and so the Texans pick could turn into a competition for Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. You know what I'm saying? The the New York Jets have the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes wrapped oh. up. Oh yeah, they're not gonna <laughs> win a game. But what I'm saying is, it could turn into that. Like so, 
That's true. Say if they want it, say if the Jets wanted to uh trade their pick away or something like that. Uh or they wouldn't they wouldn't trade it to Miami. They would division but, I mean go for that. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So I'm not that's, giving that's you Trevor all. Lawrence. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Would I uh, give you Trevor Lawrence for Tua and a bunch of your other picks? Maybe. 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 It just depends. Yeah. So that's I'm going Maybe. with I'm going with the Chargers. That's my pick. What's your upset? My upset, um, man, I was really intrigued by the Chargers Dolphins game as well because I think Justin Herbert is just so good. I, I just yeah. think he's so, so good. Um he's ready young, man. But um, but and a lot of people are gonna be like, man, that's not much of an upset. I'm I'm actually I'm looking at this Vikings and Bears game and I'm like, hmm. The Vikings three and five, Bears five and four. So a lot of people say that's not much of an upset. But it's in Chicago. Kirk Cousins is still the quarterback of the Vikings. Mm-hmm. No Stephon Diggs anymore. You know, I, I, and so I looked at that one too and I thought, hmm, that one's kind of intriguing to me, but I don't think I want to take that one. Instead, you taking Jacksonville and the Packers, aren't you? No <laughs> shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that game will not be close. And if it no. is close, I have officially lost all faith in Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> but no, I, I'm taking, I'm taking the the Bengals and the Steelers game. That's yeah, one. That's bro. the Bengals are my quote unquote super dog this year or this week, not this year, this week. Um, I think. Joe Burrow is going to have a chance. I mean, Joe Burrow, I'd have to – I need to double-check his stats. But if I'm not mistaken, he's put up 300 yards plus in in every – almost every game this year. So, which – I mean, we're at, the, we're at the halfway point. So, think about it. That's 300 times like six. That's 1,800 yards in six games. That's crazy for a rookie. Yeah, I, yeah, man. I think he can get. I, I I agree. I think he can get loose a little bit. I know everyone's like, "Oh, Steelers have the best defense in the league," and blah blah blah. Yeah, but Joe Burrow is just he's just defying all expectations. So yeah. I yeah. just that's my that's my one. I I think it'll be. I think it's going to end up being a shootout. Um, I don't mm-hmm. want it to be a shootout because that that doesn't bode well for the Bengals. Um, but I think it'll end up being a shootout, and I think final score, forty-two to forty. I oh, think shoot, an, I, uh, like a I real think, shootout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, think this, this is what I think is going to happen. What I think is going to happen is the Steelers are going to miss a PAT, and then they're going to score, and they're going to go up. Um, they're going to go up forty to thirty-five, and they're going to be like, "All right, let's go for two. You know, that way a, a field goal, you know, the point after doesn't beat us, whatever. And then they're going to go for two. They're going to get stopped. And then mm-hmm. I think um, I think that the uh, that the Bengals will score their touchdown and be up one and then just kick the PAT. I think the Bengals will say, hey, we're not going for two here. We're just going to kick the PAT. We've only left them 20 seconds on the clock. We're doing it. And and that's what I think. So I think Joe Burrow is going to have his 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 rookie of the year moment. So in college football, we always talk about Heisman moments. Um, but I think he's going to have his rookie of the year moment where mm-hmm. it's like he's going to solidify himself as not necessarily the front runner for rookie of the year, 
but but probably a firm number two for rookie of the year. Um, I think right now, I don't know who rookie of the year is right now. I'd, I'd probably give it to, to, if I had to give it to somebody, it, it'd either be him or Justin Herbert, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, I like that. I also could see that game being like 30 to seven. Oh, for sure. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a boomer bust pick. Like, yeah, it's, it's a boomer it's, bust. Here's it's my, one of those grueling games, you know. <laughs> I know we were only supposed to do one or two. I am picking the Patriots over the Ravens. Oh, picking the Patriots okay. over the Ravens. So Pats over the Ravens. Okay. Upset alert. I am not. <laughs> the I'm Patriots the Pats are, over the Ravens. The Patriots are bad. They barely beat the Jets. The Ravens are still really good. They um, barely don't beat know the Jets with Joe Flacco, bro. Don't forget about Joe. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but it's still the Jets. Joe Flacco. It's the Jets. <laughs> Here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. I uh, <laughs> I can't even be serious. <laughs> I'm done. Because, I'm done. You want to know why? Because it's the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, oh, man. Dude. I'm picking so, the Patriots over look, the Ravens. Before, okay. Th- this is what we're going to do, fans, because we love y'all. Before I let my friend and my co-host sit here and act crazy, we're gonna we're gonna jet to a new topic, okay? We're gonna no. get off of the jets, and we're just gonna zoom right on over to a new topic. There's a lot, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot going down yeah. in the NBA. A lot, a lot going down. There's, there's a lot of lot. trade talks. There's a lot of rumors. Um, see, start date, you know? Yeah, a rumored start date. All this stuff, or is it official now? Is it's it official? official now? December twenty second. December twenty second. So very short off season. Um, so at we could talk about all of that. But what I really want to know, I really want to know your thoughts on um, a lot of star players have mm-hmm. come out to, inc- to include LeBron James, um, have come out and said, hey, if, if it starts in December, I might not I might not be there for a little bit. I need more of an offseason. Danny Green has come out and said, hey, don't expect to see the you know, the these great players, the LeBrons, the Giannis, the, the, the Paul Georges. You know, all of that. He said, don't expect to see them there for the first couple of weeks, you know. So, Anthony Taylor, how do you feel about that attitude, I guess, of I didn't have enough time off, so I'm going to take an extra couple of weeks um, and just opt out for two weeks or I'm not I'm just not going to play for two weeks. How do you feel about that? Um, Well, I I think they're going to show up forward. I think they're going to show up for work. What's going to happen is they're going to show up. They're going to play open at night. Uh, then they're going to, you know, get that scheduled rest, you know, where, oh, oh, is LeBron nursing a, a, a shin splint or something? Oh, okay. Or, you know, like, I don't know. what. It, I, I think they're going to, they're going to yeah. have a night off and then they're going to play and then they'll get two nights off. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to work it out um, to where, you know, that that scheduled rest uh so i don't think they're just not going to show up for two weeks uh and and to be real they have four months off uh in the middle yeah. of the season so yeah, I mean, they, they they got it they got it going i think i think i think what they're not going to do is they're not going to play back to back to backs you know what i'm saying that's what they're not going to do uh especially right off the jump which is uh, fair which yeah which is fair so I think they'll be all right. Okay. I think the season will be all right. TV ratings will be all right. Yeah, uh, LeBron James will be playing in the in the in in game number one of the season. Like 
Okay. Okay. I, I yeah. fully believe that. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I LeBron's a brilliant businessman. Like he's so smart and he understands the game of basketball, the business side of it and everything. And he also is really good at like taking care of his body and, and those kinds of things. But I, I just I also just think he's way too competitive to sit out. The you know, if he's healthy, I really do that. Like, yeah, I know people talk about like load management and you know them you know him sitting out games to 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 to, you know but that's all part of taking care of his body over the course of a grueling 18 game or 82 game season where he Mm -hmm. knows he's going to the playoffs and chances are he's going to play six at least 16 more games and so you know it's all part of the wear and tear and, and keeping some tread on the tires but uh I'd have to fact check this, but I'm I'm like I'm like 100 certain that I'm right. I don't think LeBron James has ever missed a game one of the season, mm-hmm. and I don't think he's going to start now. Like yeah, you know, yeah. I, I I think he's going to play game one. Uh, I do think that we're going to see him manage his 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 workload a little bit more uh, strategically and strenuously this year because of the limited off season. Oh but yeah. I don't, I don't foresee any of any of the star players, like any of the guys that are saying that like, you know, Danny Green or anyone else is like named by name. I don't see them sitting out like LeBron, Giannis. I don't I don't see those guys sitting out. They're too competitive. Now, I could see players that that I don't want to say that we don't care about. I could say like I could see like lesser caliber players sitting out. But then it then it's like, I mean, you're in the NBA. But you're not the nba if that makes sense you know what i'm saying like when yeah. you think nba you think lebron kd Giannis, Kawhi, uh joel mb like you think you don't of, think katavius caldwell pope you don't you don't think kcb no. you don't think no. kyle kuzma um right. you you probably don't think rondo anymore kyle you know? better not be sitting out you know what i'm saying so it's like if one of those guys was to opt out it's like eh, okay cool man uh okay so i don't think any of these guys are opting out or or like sitting out for a couple of weeks. But if they do, they're gonna be in trouble. Cause you know who wants to play right now? Steph and Clay. Steph and Clay wants to play. And they're gonna torch everybody's team mm. to have a star sitting out because they didn't want to play. It's like we set out this whole season. We're about to boogie on people. They're gonna and they everybody. and they have the number two overall pick. Yes. <laughs> so I yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. They're gonna do that. But okay. Here's the thing. I'm looking up trade rumors right now, bro. And there's this interesting one that I've seen uh, on a couple of places that the Lakers are interested in DeMar DeRozan. Hmm. Bro, I never would have put that together, which is probably why I'm not a uh, front office GM. But if the Lakers got DeMar DeRozan, in a trade for some people are uh, saying like CBS uh, sports.com is saying like for Kyle Kuzma to the Spurs uh, and probably like Kyle Kuzma and somebody else or something. But if they got DeMar DeRozan, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, I think it's a wrap. Oh, uh, the only team that could beat them. I think the only team that could beat them would be in the West anyways, would be the Warriors. Warriors, uh, Nuggets, I think I still think the maybe Nuggets maybe I think the Nuggets would be a year away. Yeah, the Nuggets still got something. I, they can't always be a year away. I'm not saying you're saying that, but I'm saying they gotta arrive at some point. Uh, well, you, you'd hope, unless they get stuck in neutral, and it's not going nowhere. Now they they talked about the Clippers too, trying to get Chris Paul. So 
Um, Chris Paul back to the Clips? To the Clips. Or they've talked about Russell Russell uh, Westbrook. That wouldn't um, be good. I don't like that. No, I don't like that. I know. Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. my that's my thoughts. These trade rumors are exciting, and I can't wait to the NBA draft because yeah. a lot of stuff goes down. Oh yeah. You want to know? You want to know the one that intrigued me the most, which I feel like a lot of people were just kind of like they they saw it. They probably saw it in the headlines, where we're like, eh, whatever, nothing big will come of that. I, Phoenix talking to OKC about CP3 uh, really intrigues me, and the reason it intrigues about me that is because one. is because the two guys that were not on the table were D Book and DeAndre Ayton. I'm about that life. And so I'm like, man, you put CP3 with Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. They top five in the West easy. They, they're, they're, they're dangerous in the West is what they are. They are dangerous. They won eight straight games in the bubble. Yeah. So. You put CP3. That, it would basically be a better Oklahoma City Thunder squad. Yeah. I Think mean, about it. Oklahoma City didn't really have a bunch of scorers, but they played hard, played defense. Now, yeah. I don't know how much defense the Phoenix Suns is playing, but what you do have is scoring options. Yeah. I think you go I think you put them in top 5 in the West. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm right there with you, man. I, I I think I think they would be top 5 and I actually would even go as far as to say outside of the Warriors, they that if they were to get CP3 Outside of the Warriors, I think they become the biggest threat to the Lakers. Because Devin Booker is a walking that. Devin Booker is a walking 50 points. <laughs> He's a walking 50 points. And then you put CP3 with DeAndre Ayton, who DeAndre Ayton, okay, underrated on defense. I think he's a little overrated offensively, but I think he's I think he's underrated on defense. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's not gonna stop AD. There's no stopping AD. But if you can make AD work for it yeah. a little bit, which he would. I mean, he can. And then, obviously, you know, they would need to add a couple of pieces for the defensive purposes, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think outside of the Warriors, if, if the Suns were to get CP3, I think outside of the Warriors, I would put them as threat number two, mostly because we've seen the Clippers. If the Clippers don't make some changes, I just don't think the Clippers are going to get it done. Yeah, they're going to um, lose Kawhi and Paul George. That's what they're going to mess around. You know, it's like I, I, if they don't, they they got to add something somewhere. They got to upgrade at the point guard position. P. Bev, I love your defense. I love your tenacity. I love the way you're you're just a bulldog. But no offense, my guy, you're not it. I'm sorry. You're 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 not the point guard of a championship. Uh, I'm sorry. Ah. You know, it's like now if the Clippers were to go and add like Rondo, mm, dangerous. I don't even know, man, about dangerous. Rondo. Playoff Rondo's awesome. Here's the problem: it's awesome. He's awesome in the playoffs. So you still need to get to the playoffs. Oh, bro, they'll and, get to the playoffs. They yeah, except with <laughs> with load management on Kawhi and Paul George. Stinking of the joint every whoa, other whoa, night. Whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. Playoff P is a real thing. Regular season Paul George, the borderline MVP candidate. Playoff Paul George, not even a, not even a, a playoff a draft P- pick. You, that's what that is. <laughs> yeah, that good. I did that. Yeah, he's, he's not very good. Okay, in the so, but speaking of. But now nah, I don't have a segue for this one. We <laughs> were we so about close, to, fans. We about to we about to uh, transition to the segment and the topic 
that we like to call What's on your mind? Yeah. What's, What's on, your, on mind? your mind? Yeah. Yeah. What's on your mind? Hey. So, Anthony Taylor. Yes, Cody. Transitioning to what's on your mind. Man, I'll be honest with you. My mind is kind of blank. I ain't really got much on it. Ooh. So, my friend, what you got on your mind? What's on Yo, your mind right now? This is what's on my mind, y'all. Okay. So, I was talking to my friends, our friends, uh, CJ Hopper and Andy Gerald. Shout out. Uh, and I was like, yeah, what should we talk about this week? And they was like, you should talk about hockey. Hockey. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I don't know much about hockey, but uh, okay. Um, and then I started thinking about it and I was like, I'd have to do a lot more research on it for us to actually talk about it. But I yeah. did have this thought. I said, no, hockey is probably the hardest sport to just jump in and play like mm. you know like you can you can go to school and they'll roll out some basketballs and you could throw a basketball at the goal um you know um football you toss it and catch it i'm not saying be good at it. i'm saying to physically hop in and just like play some semblance of hockey hockey is probably the hardest um so Cody, I think I think hockey has taken it over over golf. And most okay. people, people are like, golf? What? The thing is with golf is it doesn't matter how physically gifted you are in golf. Golf is mostly technique. I would yes. say 90% of golf is technique. It yes. doesn't matter if you can run a 4-3, jump 10 feet in the air. It doesn't matter if you can throw 90 miles an hour. Golf is technique. And so if you ain't got the technique, you can't play. <laughs> but yeah. I think, but I think with hockey, like if you see, I maybe just talk myself in back to golf, man. Cause say, say if you've never ice skated before and you've you gotta hit the hook. But if you've ice skated before, I think you could you could you could hop into hockey. So I'm back to golf. I think golf is the hardest one, man. I've talked to myself into it. Golf is the hardest sport to just hop in and do. Um, okay, so here's the thing. Are we are we talking to be successful at, or are we just talking like hop in, I, pick it I'm up, and just hop go? in, pick it up, and just go? Like okay, no. so so here's my thing, like with golf, because I'm I'm with you if we're if the argument is to pick up and be successful at, then it's golf 100 percent Because if you're off by like a fraction of a fraction of an inch your ball is going to slice or hook or something like that. Right. But if we're just talking like uh, just pick up and go, I don't feel like golf is that hard mostly because if you're not worried about being successful at it, then in your mind, you're just like, I can whack a ball. No, 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 no. <laughs> See, that's the thing though. I thought that I go to top golf all the time thinking I can just hit it. And so many times I just swing, I either miss or it just clips it and it just rolls off the front edge. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's and so, fair. And I'm not talking about, and I'm saying, I'm saying like play and actually like, so for me, and be good and being okay like i gotta okay. like if i hit the ball off the tee and it just goes into the bushes well then that's not that's not good 
but I'm not talking about I'm not talking about successful in like I can go play in the Masters or PGA Tour. That's not the type of thing. Gotcha, gotcha, I'm gotcha. About. I'm saying, but you at least got to be able to get the ball. To enjoy the yourself. You got to be yes. able to enjoy yourself. Yes. Okay. Then yeah. Um, just thinking about all the sports. Football is easy to pick up and go. I mean. There's so many different things you can do to be successful at it. Basketball, like you said, you can just, I mean, even if you can't shoot, can't dribble, you can play you can defense. Play you can play hard. Yeah, you can play you hard. Know? That's what um, I'm saying. Like, there's not a whole lot of like, now, like, again, to be like super good and play professionally, that's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking yeah. about to get in and have some semblance of success and fun. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I mean, ba- baseball is pretty tough. Um, hitting wise, hitting, hitting like hitting. You can go to the outfield, and yeah, you can you can pick it up pretty quick. Even if you miss it, like we saw Sandlot, how fast did he? How fast did he learn how to throw that ball? He's like, have you ever been on a paper route? I mean, release it here. (laughs) To to be fair, that to be fair, that's a a movie. But I mean, yeah, it is. (laughs) It is pretty simple, um, to teach that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Soccer is not a sport, so we're not going <laughs> to talk about that. Oh. Oh, <laughs> okay, caveat, because I know y'all will get on me for it. Yes, I know soccer is a sport. Whatever. I get it. It's a joke. Calm shout down. Shout out to Roger. <laughs> yeah, shout out, Roger. Look, 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 look. And it, okay, real quick. Don't get on, on it. Don't tent. get on nope, it. Don't no, get I on got it. to. I got no. to. Everyone's like, everyone's like, the rest of the world plays it. Yeah, the rest of the world lost both world wars, too, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? All right, the victor gets to write the the history. So oh. soccer is not a sport. Why? Because we won. It's Just relax. Game. It's a joke between me and Anthony, because we have a lot of jokes. Also, uh, gymnasts aren't athletes. Whatever. Oh um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. So hardest sport? Yeah. Um, hockey. Like if you if you I mean even if you've rollerbladed before, it's virtually the same thing just on ice. Yeah. Um. So I mean I. I but I think the hardest part of hockey would be learning to control the puck and, 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 and that kind of stuff and figuring out how to skate with the stick in front of you. That seems kind of complicated. But and if you've skated before, you yeah, pretty much pick it up. Yeah, you can figure that out pretty quick. Um, yeah, man, I, track is really easy. Just run. Like you, do, <laughs> you do that when you're like four. Like you just, just go, man. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just run it's fine i think um, i think pole vaulting now pole vaulting that one th- yeah maybe because that's all technique too well, yeah pole vaulting's it, close pole vaulting's close but yeah. I, I i i think i agree i agree with you i don't think i agree with you i agree with you it's golf because like i said if you're off a, a fraction of a fraction of an inch your ball there's no telling what your ball's going to do you have to figure there's so many things you have to figure out like like if your feet aren't lined up exactly perfectly right, um, you're gonna slice the ball or hook it or something like that. You know, there's there's a lot that goes into it. You know, windy windages. You have to read the grass. Who reads grass to yep. see which way a ball's gonna turn? Like, wait a and minute. And that's all. That, and that's all the information to be super successful. The the what I'm going off is like if I was to start any sport right now, I can't just walk up to a tee and hit the ball 300 yards. I can't do it. Like you can't, you have to have technique. And if you've skated before, you can pretty much figure out hockey. Now, again, not to be super good at it. I am not diminishing any professional athletes 
awesomeness or anybody that's been working their whole life. I'm not saying these sports are easy. I'm saying what is the sport that is the hardest to just walk up one day and say, I'm going to have somewhat of some type of success. And I don't, I don't measure getting the ball off the tee one yard success. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think, so fans understand, I think the, the premise that we're going off of is when we say to have success, success is to be able to play it and, and, and have fun with it and be able to be somewhat competitive. Right. I think is what we're saying. And I think, um, with all the sports that you think about football, basketball, baseball, soccer, um, not a sport, uh, golf, hockey, you know, whatever. I think that what we're saying is that golf is the hardest one to just pick up and, and be able to have fun because no one has fun when you're, you know, when you, you're swinging the club and you have no idea where your ball is going to go. Like, that's not fun. Mm-hmm. You know what's fun? Looking at a place and saying, that's where my ball is going to go. Hitting the ball and seeing where, where your ball, that your ball went to where you wanted it to go. Like, that's fun, right? Like, sinking putts. Those kinds of things are fun. And I think golf is the hardest one. We'll say it like that. I think golf is the hardest one to be competent at. Yeah, because it's all technique. I, I yes. feel like it's 90% technique. And if you don't know anything about the technique, you can hit the ball off the tee, but it's not going very far. True. So, fans... Hit us up, direct message us, DM us at calling underscore all underscore fans. Let us know what you think is the hardest sport to just pick up and uh, and just play. We may even have a vote on our Instagram uh, page this week. Um, but yes, hey, thank y'all for joining us this week. Also, episode. if you believe that soccer is a sport or you believe it's not a sport, we may do that as a poll. We're going to have some fun this week. I have a poll in my head we're going to put out. We're gonna ask you guys to to pick our topic for our what's on what's on your mind. I think is what we're gonna do. I think I think there could be some fun things like that. So just be looking out for those things. We love you guys. Y'all are awesome fans. Um, as always, thank y'all for joining us on the couch, just talking sports. I hope your teams win tomorrow, unless they're playing the Eagles, and then in which case, I hope they lose. But if they're playing the Eagles, they probably won't lose. Um, I also hope that the Cowboys don't get beat by the bye week. So, oh man, if anybody can, it's them. <laughs> so, fans, we love you guys. Um, as Anthony said, hit us up on Instagram with any any thoughts, any uh, any topics you'd like for us to hear about or to talk about. Sorry, um, you got questions for us? Hit us up on Instagram, calling underscore all underscore fans. Let us know what you want from us. Hey fans, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Calling All Fans podcast. We love you guys. We're so grateful that you joined us today. Remember, keep being fans, keep being biased, and we'll see you on the next episode.